Hello and welcome to Season 5, Episode 2 of the Everyday Christian Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Green. This is the podcast where we remind ourselves that God deserves every praise from every creature every day. So let's strive to be everyday Christians. We're going to continue our study with uh, Lane Green this week, my brother, on foul language. And we had been talking about the uh, passage in Matthew that deals with idle words and how we're going to be judged based on the idle words that we speak. And then we're going to start discussing uh, some various other passages in the Bible that deal with our speech as well. Do you have uh, Matthew 12, verses 36 and 37 handy, Lane? I do. Would you like to read that for us? Matthew 12, verses 36 through 37. All right. Matthew 12, verses 36 through 37. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. That's a pretty eye-opening and alarming verse that we do not need to forget. So if, uh, if we speak idle words, what does that mean to speak idle words? Not words I-D-O-L, but I-D-L-E. Well, I think of it in a way as words you don't really think about. You just kind of spit them out there and say without really thinking what it may cause someone to think or what it actually means. Right. Yeah, just, uh, you know, saying without thinking. And, uh, you know, really, when you think about it, Christians ought to not be somebody that's just going to blurt something out without thinking. We need to always think before we speak. And I know for some of us more so than others, that can be difficult, uh, but we definitely need to practice that because as Jesus said, the idle words that we speak, they will judge us uh, on the day of judgment and uh, we will either be condemned or, or justified in part, uh, you know, at least in one respect, based on the things that we said with our mouths. So would you say that these matters are pretty serious, Lane? They are definitely serious. Anything that can send you to hell is always going to be a serious matter. Right, right. And definitely a landmine that we need to be uh, making sure and not stepping on as Christians. Well, there's plenty of other verses that we can look at uh, as it pertains to our language. And I've got a list of several that we want to look at. Uh, Lane, would you like to start by reading James 1, verse 26 for us? James yes. 1, verse 26. If any man among you seem to be religious, and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. This man's religion is vain. Or uh, the New King James Version says... Uh, useless. Both of those translations are, are good there. Uh, vain or, or useless. The idea is that, yeah, somebody may be religious. They may think that, uh, you know, just going through the motions and, and going to worship services and, well, I've been baptized and um, I read my Bible every once in a while and I'm a pretty good person and, and I go to church, those sorts of things. They may be those things, but if they're not bridling their tongue, then their religion is useless. And so bridling the tongue is the idea of controlling it. And you, you put a, a bridle uh, 
around a horse's uh, head and then the bridle has a bit in it and you put the bit in the horse's mouth and that controls the horse. Well, it's the same thing with controlling our tongue. We have to have the bridle for it in order to control it. So uh, that's James 1 verse 26. Uh, I don't see how anybody can read that and come away with thinking that it's okay if they use uh, inappropriate language. Yeah, unfortunately, we kind of had, especially in the South, um, we have a kind of a culture that, oh, you, you hear it in some country songs, uh, pray on Sunday, cuss on Monday. Yeah. And it's very unfortunate because, you know, they it's you have to be, you know, just you have to not care to read that and still think that it's fine to cuss. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to look at uh, a couple chapters over in James, James three, and I'll begin in verse two and uh, go through verse eight. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths, I mentioned that a moment ago, uh, that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships. Although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird and of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. I don't see how anybody can read that as well and not realize the magnitude of, of controlling their tongue. Well, if you really think about it, saying like saying things, you, you know, you might say something you don't necessarily mean. It could lead, it could go anywhere. It could cause a number of issues. Like, you, you see, you might think of some things, but it can go very deep and very far and cause way more issues than you thought it ever could. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes there are little things, uh, at least things that we deem little, uh, that we might say to somebody else, but um, that other person doesn't think it to be little. And Exactly. And it can truly hurt them. You know, the, the old phrase, the old saying, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, that's not really true. Uh, words do often hurt people very deeply. And once you, uh, once you say them, you can't take them back. I mean, you can, you can say you're sorry and you can say, look, I, I shouldn't have said that. But those words have already escaped your mouth. Yep. Yeah. Can you... Uh, Look at Colossians 4, verse 6 for me, Lane. Colossians yes. 4, verse 6. <clears throat> and I'm going to, while you're turning there, I'm going to look at Matthew 12, verses 34 and 35. <clears throat> Matthew 12, verses 34 and 35. 
says, brood of vipers, how can you, being evil, speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. And really, that's the bottom line. Uh, if we are uh, good, faithful Christians, as Christ would describe here, then we're going to bring forth good things out of our hearts and out of our mouths. But if we are evil, then we're going to bring forth these, these evil things out of our hearts and, and out of our mouths. Uh, Lane, do you have Colossians 4, verse 6? I do. Colossians 4, verse 6 says, Let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how ye ought to answer every man. Seasoned with salt. That's definitely an interesting way to put it. We think about it from a standpoint of our food that we eat. Uh, do you want salt on your food? Generally speaking, yes, right? Now, I understand there are some people who cannot have salt or, or very low salt, at least because of a health problem. But uh, generally speaking, people want to salt their food uh, because it makes it taste better. And uh, salt just has that property about it that, that makes food taste so much better. But here's another thing. You don't want to put too much salt. Uh, if you put too much salt, uh, the wrong dosage of salt, if you will, then it will overpower the food and it will be uh, such that nobody wants to eat that either. So you don't want to eat food with no salt, generally speaking, and you don't want to eat food with too much salt. So kind of the idea there in Colossians 4 verse 6 is that we need to measure our speech, don't we, Lane? We definitely do. Yeah, we've got to measure our speech and we've got to be careful uh, again, we need to think before we speak, and uh, we need to make sure that we use those words that we're speaking precisely so that we're not you know, being hurtful to anybody like we just talked about, uh, or we're not using inappropriate foul language, which is really the big picture of, of this particular episode, and uh, et cetera. So uh, that's always a very, very good verse to bring up uh, there in Colossians. And then Finally, there's a few other verses I want us to look at in the book of Proverbs. Uh, Lane, if you can be turning to Proverbs 16, verses 21 through 24. Proverbs 16, verses 21 through 24. And I'm going to get Proverbs 15, verse 4. Proverbs 15, verse 4. So Proverbs 15, verse 4 says, A wholesome tongue is a tree of life but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. And so if we have a perverse tongue, if we're just speaking filthy, filthy language all the time, it's going to break our spirit. It's going to break, literally break down our soul. And, uh, you know, if you think about it, people who use filthy language, they're probably doing all sorts of other things that they're not supposed to be doing as Christians. Uh, either. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> also, you can also see, uh, Verse 7 and 15 also. Um, sure, go ahead. Uh, it says on verse 7, the lips of the wise dis disperse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish doeth not so. Yep. <clears throat> it's also so, uh, kind of... Go ahead. I was just going to say, so spreading uh, true things, knowledgeable things versus foolishness, I guess. Yeah, um, it's kind of talking about the same thing there about the heart, you know, Somebody who's saying foul things a lot of times is going to tend to be doing a lot of other 
foul things. <clears throat> right. Excuse me. All right. Uh, what about Proverbs 16, verses 21 through 24? All right. Proverbs, yeah, excuse me. Proverbs 16, verse 21 through 24 says, The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and the sweetness of the lips increaseth learning. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as and honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. So there you go. Solomon is uh, teaching very clearly that uh, there's an association with wisdom, with with knowledge, with understanding. There's an association with those good things uh, that you can read about more in the book of Proverbs and what comes out of our mouths. So um, often, go ahead. You know, we kind of have to like think of it from a different standpoint. Sometimes it's not just it's not like God's just saying you can't say stuff like this because I don't want you to blah, blah, blah. It's also good for us, too, because we might not see what it could be doing. And it's for our own benefit. For sure. Uh, I was going to say, I've often heard it said that people who use foul language, uh, they sound like they have a low IQ <laughs> because it is definitely true that it is, you know, when, you, when if you just look at a list of curse words, um, they're not words that are um, going to be used in a lofty, high education context. Uh, these are going to be words that are lowly, uh, debased words, very sinful words, uh, unfortunately, very common words uh, in in the public, but they don't make you look, uh, they don't make you look very wise, do they, to be using sinful words? They definitely do not. We're going to go ahead and pause the episode for this week right there, and uh, Lord willing, we're, we'll continue talking about this landmine that is foul language. Next week, we're going to talk about different categories uh, different types of foul language that people use. So I hope that you'll tune in next week on the Everyday Christian Podcast for that discussion with Lane Green. And we'll continue this discussion. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network. And we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network. And we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and We have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.